1: Welcome back. There are a lot of sleepy MPs in Ottawa today and this is the result of a Conservative-sponsored filibuster requiring 257 separate votes on items in the government spending estimates and since any vote involving government spending is automatically considered a confidence vote, the Liberals were required to be out in force to avoid potential defeat of the government. Now I am told it is still going on. We had heard it might end; it might have ended this morning, but still, still going on. And the tactic was prompted by the decision of the Liberal majority on the Justice Committee to shut down the Jody Wilson-Raybould line of inquiry. But the SNC Lavalin scandal definitely has legs this time, with revelations from the company itself. The government has been saying all along their efforts to convince or pressure Ms. Wilson-Raybould were part of an effort to save the company's 9,000 jobs. Well, Neil Bruce, the CEO, told the business press that he never, ever said those jobs were at risk or that the company might move from Quebec. Now he's saying that because of this big hit to their stock price, it's down 25% and that's making them vulnerable to a hostile foreign takeover so on it goes. Uh, looks like Neil Bruce is still trying to get that deferred prosecution and the Liberal government can't seem to shake it. Let me give you uh, the numbers to get in on this. 416-360-0740. Toll free 1-866-744-740. And now let us go to Kim Wright, principal of Kim Wright Strategies. Hi, Kim. Hi, Libby. So what do you think of this tactic from the Conservatives? Well, look, there's been a lot of sleepless nights for
2: Liberal candidates and Liberal MPs, so why not vote? Uh, I think it's a smart a smart move on the Conservative Party. Look, there are procedural wranglings that one can use and one should use to try to uh, put uh, the spotlights on things. These are part of the tactics that are available to opposition MPs. And frankly, uh, if nothing else, uh, it's requiring people to have more and more conversations. And I have to tell you, I suspect some of the reading around the House of Commons wasn't necessarily the legislation, but that McLean's article uh, interview with Jane Philpott, Dr. Philpott, on what she believes happened and, uh, and her side of the story. So there is certainly no end to this saga.
1: Well, yeah. And, uh you know, I'd like to get into the CEO of uh, SNC-Lavalin getting getting in on this. So, first of all, he said he never, I mean, I think he was pretty specific because he said he never brought up the issue of jobs or jobs being at risk with the prime minister. But I, I didn't hear him saying that none of his lobbyists did.
2: Look, people will say lots of things. Lobbyists will have a full breadth of uh, issues that they want to bring up. There's no uh, problem with that. It's 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 really about the conversation and the tone in which they want to do this. This was smart for s to finally start to tell their story and their version of this. Uh, no company wants to be associated with this type of scandal and gate, if you will. Uh, but what this did was uh, further obliterate, frankly, the prime minister, the prime minister's office talking points at this was about jobs. This was about the workers. This was about the 9,000 employees. Uh, and in fact, that uh, that seemed to not be the message coming out of SNC. Uh, so the Prime Minister's office has continued to try to get themselves ahead of things and continue to not, uh, frankly, just they keep getting called out on it.
1: Well, yeah, and uh it's interesting and but you know to me, now uh the company and I've, i maybe whining is a bad word. We're saying, well, we would never have moved our headquarters on our own, and they have covenants that prevent them from doing right. that and and but now they're saying we're we're susceptible to a hostile takeover because we're cheap now.
2: You know, that's part of the challenge with the business community, and it was part of the challenge that they had seven years ago when these issues started to, to come to light. What's happened over the intervening several years has been uh, that they have tried different conversations. There have been different legislations. There has been the concept of the deferred prosecution agreement. But ultimately, uh, the government and the, and the Attorney General had to say yay or nay to this. And as we know, uh, the former Attorney General had no interest and uh, uh, pursuing that, and continues not to. Uh, that t- continues to be the position of the government uh, is to not pursue this. So, you know, SNC needs to continue to salvage their reputation both in Canada and abroad, uh, as, as any good corporation does. And I think it's about time they started getting ahead of them, uh, getting out in front of the story.
1: Okay, that's uh, that's interesting. And and what about uh, the Liberal government? Yesterday, we had another. A female liberal MP. Uh, she quit the caucus. Not uh, she was not in cabinet. And uh, there's been a lot made of uh, she talked about her interactions with the prime minister. She used to be his parliamentary secretary. I mean, how damaging is that? Because to me, you know, I'm looking at that and she's basically complaining that her boss yelled at her. That happens to a lot of people, frankly. I mean, am I being insensitive or something?
2: You know, I think she thought it to be a bit of a hostile working environment. I think she felt that it was uh, at least from the media reports in the Globe and Mail the interview that she did a couple of a week or so ago uh, and her comments uh, she felt that this was not someone that she could work with and wanted to work with and I think where there's a disconnect for most Canadians has been that this was a prime minister who came in about doing politics differently and being very positive and encouraging and bringing more people into the the conversation and part of the decision-making matrix. And when it doesn't go his way, it seems to he seems to push back, and that doesn't sit well with the people that he brought in uh, and who felt that those sunny ways were going to be how he would run his office. And I think that, that sort of I don't want to quite call it a Jekyll and Hyde, but certainly that's I think how it's being positioned uh, that he has these two sets of personalities. Uh, that that was a bit startling uh, for the MP from Whitby, and uh, and she wasn't. going
1: to take it lying down. Okay. Kim Wright, thank you so much for being with us. Always a pleasure, Libby. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.